0: Okay, we got it. Hey, welcome to the Sisters Cafe podcast. We are excited. I am excited. She is excited. Y'all saw the post. Y'all should have been ready already. I am here with Di Lathen from Dynamics Work Social Media Agency. I was intrigued by this young lady stepping out into full entrepreneurship. And I know a lot of us have questions. Just come on in. You can ask your questions. I will try to remember to look at them, but let me know that you are here. Let me know that you are um, watching and where you are from. And if you have any questions, we will get that answered for you. All right, so we are gonna get started. Um, Remember to go to our website, www.sisterscafeinc.com, and you can um, keep updated with the podcast, the YouTube channel. Um, For those who don't know, Solo Mojo is out there. Sisters Cafe does Solo Mojo, our singles community. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Let's not forget the best version of me. Y'all go ahead and go out there and buy your books. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe at Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, I think it's Breakers. It's a whole bunch of podcasts. Anchor is the biggest one but you can go check out. We are definitely at iHeartRadio.com. You can check out our podcast there as well. So we are going to jump right into it. Y'all, I'd like to introduce to you, Miss Di Lathan. Woo! I need some sound effects. That's what I need to do. <laughs> I do. I'm gonna have to give me some sound effects so we can do all
1: that. Um, How are you, ma'am? i am doing well i am doing so well on this uh pre-father's day um it's so beautiful outside and i'm ready to celebrate but i'm also more so very very grateful to be a part um of your podcast today
0: awesome what you got planned for tomorrow some gifts and gifts and more gifts (laughs) well that's good it's a blessing it's a blessing to be able to celebrate on father's day um I don't have one anymore, (laughs) but I mean, I'm, I'm grateful. I am very grateful because it's really genuinely, for real. It's not till you don't have something till you learn how to really appreciate it or understand what amazingness it was. Amazingness. So shout out to all the fathers, happy father's day excited because we are talking about entrepreneurship and in this segment, I wanted to ask about when, you know, and I'm going I'm to repeat the questions, of course. I want to know when you knew, when, when your soul said, you know what, look, I got to go. What risk did you have to take in order to be a hundred percent? Because I'm going to be honest, it, it scares the daylights out of me. Like it's. It, it, it scares me and not many things scares me, but the thought of, okay, I'm going to jump out here and I'm going to do this. Then all of a sudden these, these, all these things, I got a car note. I got car insurance. I have to pay for this house. I got credit cards. You know, all these kind of things come to mind. And because I've been doing it for so long, I've had it to where January was amazing, but February was bad. And then March, I had a lot of clients, but in June, Nobody said nothing, as quiet as a mouse. So what made you know? What risks did you take? And did you have any fears? So let's start with how did you, let's start with the story first. (laughs) Tripping. Tell me how it happened. (laughs) Tell me where you were working, how long you've been doing the social media management, and what made you decide, what made you decide to go?
1: All right, so um let's see. So 2016, May 2016, um I, I got married, um, and I graduated and I got my dream, my dream job, I'm sorry, within the same month, May. Wow. Um okay. I always knew, yeah, yeah, I always knew I wanted to assist people to help people. Um, so I received a degree, an associate's degree in human services. So okay. that was this, that was just, I guess, kind of setting me up for what was to come. So okay. I got that degree. I started off in the mental health field as an admin. And um even before then, um, I can give you a little backstory about how I knew when, when the expiration date was coming up on certain jobs as well. But um okay. so with those two mental health jobs, I knew that it was time to go because and um, people probably think this is a little weird but this is so true um when i would get into the parking lot like i would have like real deal headaches or you know get these real feelings yeah. in my spirit like you know something is about to happen like just the anxiety um that i know was not of god but it would arise like during those times but when i realized that when it was time for me to leave i wouldn't feel that anymore i would be like upbeat energetic it was just it was different and so, okay. uh, let me pause.
0: Let me pause you right there. I don't think people understand that are going through that what that feeling actually is. Yeah. And the reason I can relate to it is because I've had it myself, and I mean sick. Like maybe I should go to the hospital. Something, and I mean symptoms that are crazy. And I used to think, oh my god, I'm. I'm have a heart attack. I'm a, and it would only happen as soon as I pull up. It happened while I'm at work. At one time I broke out in hives. No joke. I don't even have acne. My face was bumped up and I'm like, something's wrong with me, but it was happening every day, every day. But at, you know, when it was time to clock out, I was like, where are we going? And then one day I was like, what's going on? So is there a name for that?
1: I don't even know because even like you're saying that, but like I've had a a situation where I literally had the ambulance come get me just because it was that bad. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing we have to to know, or whether, you know, we're just playing the fence or not. Because I don't want to do something just for the profit, but then I'm losing the purpose of it. You know, I'm, I'm losing me in that, and I don't want that. And you know, doing what God desires for me to do is way bigger than a paycheck. Um, It it don't feel good, literally, nor spiritually, but that's what it was for me. I I would literally get sick mentally and physically. Um, And when I left my job, my last job, um, I was nine months pregnant. I was nine months pregnant, so you know it was a big deal, scare oh. for me. I'm like, oh oh. God, I'm gonna bust out and do, you know, my job. I mean, my uh, my my business, my social media agency full force. Like, I don't know, like, how is this gonna work? How is this gonna work? Um, oh. you know, I'm gonna give birth to a baby. Like, it was just. <laughs> I was scared. I was real deal scared. Like I was, but I trust the God in that thing because okay. you know we worry, we giving we giving more uh, leeway to the enemy. You know, we praising the enemy when we worry. So I'm like, why hmm. you know why should yeah. I worry? You know, just trust God like I've been doing. And I never forget when I gave birth to my baby via C-section. I was. A day or two later, I was, you know, handling work for my clients from the bed. Like, and people don't know that. Like, even when I was pregnant, I was going on break. (laughs) I was going on break, you know, even in my last job, going to the library, you know, going different places to make sure I had stuff completed for my clients. Like, people don't see the back end of things. They see what what they they look like on social media, but they don't realize what it took to get there. Like, man, I got stories. I was eight nine months pregnant you know sweating sitting out in the car trying to write you know posts and trying to draft up graphics for clients sweat right nine months pregnant like but i mean on the flip side of this i've been doing social media since 2013 but it didn't really become official till 2018 so okay yeah
0: okay wow yeah that that uh that sickness is real and Mm -hmm if I could advise anybody, I would tell them to pay attention to that. Pay close attention to that because you'll, first of all, I didn't notice it at first. I just kept thinking, okay, something's wrong. But unhappiness is real. Unproductiveness, unpurposeful, that's real, real. And when we don't wake up and work in our purpose, well, we just just holding up space we hold holding up space because God created us to be what he created us to be. And if we don't know what that is, and it's funny, I talked about that on the live yesterday, talking about the best version of me where we just talked about um, being you. Your superpower is being yourself. And can't nobody do it. There's a whole lot of uh, social media managers, but guess what? They ain't you. They are not you. They cannot do what you do. But I, I commend you. I commend you. Um, I think if I, I'm going to say if I can be honest, because I'm always, we we real transparent here at the cafe. But for me, I always felt like, well, I don't have a backup. I don't have a net. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like most people I know if they branched out is because there was another income at home or, you know what I mean? All those, they had a if nothing hey would we'll still have a house <laughs> they would still be they would still at least be able to eat noodles and noodles if i jump out there it's one and done you know there's no oh can you pay my rent okay oh, you got the car note I, I don't have a team of people okay you got the car note you got the, this but i like when you said we have to trust god period because what happens is we talk about trusting him but then when it's time It's like, we won't trust him. We only trust him at a certain level because that's what that means. And I'm going to be honest. That's what what I'm saying, right? Bottom line, if I say I'm not going to do this because A, B, C, that means I don't trust God in what I'm doing and what he purposed me to do. So that's something I need to definitely work on. And you know me, I compromise with God. You know, I'd be like, look here, Jesus. Can we at least get debt free? You know what I mean? Can we at least get this car paid off? Can we, you know, and then I'll go ahead and jump out there. Show me that's what you want me to do. Right. You know, but I'm like, I have to learn at whatever level it is. We have to learn to trust God. We can't just trust him with the small stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's to me, it's no need to trust him with the small stuff like that. It's, it's the big stuff. It's the impossible stuff. It's the stuff you can't do. It's the stuff you can't even fathom because at the end of the day, he gets the glory, period. long as I can do it, I'm going to say I did it. It's got to be at that level where can't nobody do it but God. The next question to you is What are the risks? What are the risks we need to
1: consider before we just jump out there? There's gonna be a lot of risks to take in life, period. You yeah. know, um, the risk that's really gonna cost you something, really, are the things that take place really in your mindset um, because you cannot okay. fully take a risk. Physically, if you don't take it mentally first, same thing when okay. you're believing God for a thing, you can't you can't believe God for a new house and you don't fully believe it in your mental. Yet. It, it has to take okay. place in the mindset first. So if you can't see yourself jumping off a, a cliff to, to to end up in the ocean or whatever in your mind first, how can you fully see yourself doing it in real you life? You can't. So. <laughs> right. Right. So it's just like you have to really consider. The mindset shift. And like I talked about on yesterday, the guy asked me about, you know, what were some things that um, I learned from the pandemic? How did the pandemic affect dynamic work social media agency? And so I basically learned this better for you, right? Yeah, in some ways, because I had to get people to warm up to it. Like, I know my target audience, but then it's kind of something that be watching, like, oh, I want to book her, but then I don't really got that type of money right now. Um, You know, then there's those that's going to save for what they want. But You know, it's that discipline. You have to really know that if you don't have that discipline, if you don't have the mindset, you won't be able to fathom what's to come after this. Because if I didn't have the mindset, if I didn't have the discipline after I gave birth, after I left that job, I would have been like, like you said, one and done. I would have been like, okay, you know, I I can't, you know, God, I can't do this. I tried to do what you said. It just ain't working out right. But um, it's really the faith, though. It's the faith for me. Um, okay. and so really you, you have to have faith along with the risk because there's going to be some things that God is going to bring you to that you're uh, going to feel like you're not qualified for. You're going to feel like it don't make sense to you. You ain't got the right, degrees. Right. You ain't got, right, you know, the expertise. i God going to be like, I, you got me, you know what I'm saying? That's good enough. So right. let your faith kind of see where that risk going to take you and, and you will be good. Is my
0: business bringing in the same amount as my nine to five or, Okay. If I go ahead and quit this nine to five, um, do you do a budget? I mean, or do you just jump out there? How how does the step process, how does the process work?
1: So for me, um I know I read a lot of the experts, they tell you, you know, have like right. 10k in your savings can fully be your job, but right. it right. kind of hit different that. for me you know what i'm saying it kind of different for me because i was working my business full time and i was working for somebody else's business at the same time full time so i was literally working a nine to five but you know i had five six clients i was tending to doing them same business hours so i was able to juggle too so i didn't really have to worry about you know having that money saved up because i was making it you know what i'm saying but i do believe to some capacity you should have something saved up Um, And even if you don't have that and you just got that crazy faith like Pastor Michael Todd, say jump out there and do it. You got to do what what works best for you. A lot of times we lean on these gurus we lean on these experts for advice that that, that we want to see catapult us to our next level but really it's the faith that can catapult you to your next level you don't always need that that that, that uh advice from somebody else that you being right being an expert or guru to take you to your next level it's that faith that's going to catapult you to your next level so if you don't have 10k if you don't have 1k one cent one dollar in your account you know what i'm saying that's okay but if God told you to do it, he going to see you, you got do, to it. do it. You know what you I'm saying? You got to have it. that crazy right. faith, that radical faith. You got to have that Abraham type of faith. Like, oh, right. I don't see. I don't see where you're taking me with this guy, but I'm going <laughs> to do it, you know? Right. So that that's really all that matter. Like, you don't have to have all that. If God instructed you to do it, do it. He going to make provision, you know? Right. He going to make that provision for you.
0: At one point, I did jump out there. I did. And then I went and got the job. I jumped out there because I wanted to be able to pick my kids up from school. I wanted to be able to really do their homework with them, have dinner. We used to have dinner like at five o'clock. You know, my kids is eating at nine and 10 PM because I'm working, working, working. I'm like, okay, this is not, I wanna be with them. I want the, I don't know, how old is your baby? One and four, okay. Well, babies. Well, my biggest thing, and I don't know why it was, but after school, when I picked them up and they run to me, that was like the biggest thing for me in the whole wide world, Mm -hmm. it really was. I love being out there and they get out of school and they run, so that was my goal. That is why I did that. Okay, I'm quitting this job. I'm gonna start my own business, Um, but I think I did it a little bit, I don't wanna say think, I did it out of order. I wouldn't got a space, um, equipment, all kind of stuff. And I hadn't even had a second client yet. So I had all this overhead with no money. And I was like, "Uh, okay, that's not what I meant to do. Because what I didn't want is people to come to my house. That's, That's off limits for me. And it wasn't a um, streaming thing. We weren't doing that back then. It's nothing I can do over the phone. I have to meet them. So I would meet them like in coffee shops and, you know, restaurants and things. And I thought this is, I thought it was unprofessional for me because we were talking about being a legal service. We were talking about a lot of private information. I'm exchanging, you know, social security numbers and they're You know all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, no, this has to be a private place. So that's why I went and got a little, I got an office within an office and she leased it out to me. And I was so excited. I would just go up there and sit there for no reason because I was excited, but I didn't understand that I should not have got all of that overhead before I get a flow. Now, let me tell you what's crazy. Um, This year was two months ago. My first client ever, he passed away. He passed away. He was my first. He happened to walk into the place I was in and just happened to stroll back there. Asked me what I did. He was my client for 18 years. 18 years. And he passed away. And it was weird because you don't know how attached you are to people yeah. until something. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm sad. I am sad. I've done everything. He's watched my children grow up. when i tell you he was a constant i love constant clients i love constant diligent consistent clients they're my best friends in the whole wide world and to me that's where i think relationship comes in when you're going to get these clients or you're looking for them i think relationship is a big how do you keep or how do you find your clients let me how do you find and keep your clients
1: My clients mostly come from word of mouth Mm -hmm. um, and then also to just the content that I post. I know how to speak to the people that I desire to work with. Um, So that's pretty much how they come. And as far as like, you know, retention goes, like I treat them right. It's the experience that they receive. You know, um, I'm accessible to some standpoint um whatever they need i'm there like okay th- that's what keeps people coming back and like you said their relationship like that's gonna keep people coming back for more right. and for more and for more like i have people now that i've been working with for some time and anything that i put out oh how can i buy this and i'm like you don't need this because i managed for you <laughs> so like i appreciate the support, but. You know, you get this already, but that's how it is when the support is real and right. people value what you're putting out because they want everything that you put out. And that's where that personal branding come in. And that's so right. also why I kind of went with my new tagline, work with that, because I want to build up that personal brand. And once you build up that personal brand, you can right. put a roll of toilet tissue and people are Real it talk.
0: In. Real talk, trying to get there, trying to get there. <laughs> is branding or how do you brand what does branding look like
1: it's so important um branding is what uh what sets you apart now me being a christian of course you know not to be all spiritual but of course i'm already set apart of course i already look different but i don't want to be identified as the same old same social media manager so what makes me different is you know, how I talk about God, how I talk about being authentic, how I talk about being, you know, uh, transparent, you know, that reels the people in. But also, I want people to know that when they see something black and white, when they see you know, um, a specific type of fund that they are gonna know that this guy Lathan. Like I, um, I encountered um this guy. He was a accountability coach for me, and um, he like wears purple all the time, you know. <laughs> and so, like, this that was his deal. Like all right, the time, he right. was purple. And so you will never see him in anything else. But it blessed me because. When you show up the same way, people know how to pick you out of a crowd. Right. So right. you know, it's like we want to wear the Louboutins. We want to wear all of this stuff, the Gucci all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. stuff is fine. But I want you to know, every time you see Daleky, you're going to see it, one of these old shirts. You're going to see some we of talk. my new shirts. you going to whatever I got they got my name oh, on it. We rock it. So we rock it all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you gonna see me in there, you'll be able to pick me out from a crowd, and so that's, right. what, I, that's what I desire, that's what that personal branding come in there, it, right. it, it helps you to be set apart, so that people can know, when they see the color black, when they see the color white, pink or whatever, oh, that's just a face oh, that's right. the letters right there, you know, right. and so that's just how we have to always show up, like, this is me, because right. when they gravitate to it, it's like, okay, you know, I'm feeling her, I can relate to her, and once people right. feel like they can relate to you, your revenue gonna start.
0: Oh, definitely. I um I did, I did a lot of research on branding because me, I'm kind of okay. However, I feel that's what I'm aware. I didn't realize how important. So me, I'm. You're not gonna see me wear, and I'm kind of trying to get into. it You probably won't see me wear the pink, but everything else is pink. My purse is pink, my shoes is pink, my nails is pink, my watch is pink, everything's pink. And that's just the way, cause I'm like, I'm not about to walk out here in pink every day. It's just not called happy cat <laughs> even though I like it. I love it. And what's funny is I love it even more. If I could show you right now, my desk stuff is pink. My folders are pink. How I keep my clients is pink. Because every it's not just Sisters Cafe, Paperworks, which is my um my business, is pink as well. It's just not as much pink, you know. And then you got best version of me, which is pink as well, it's just a lighter pink. So I'm all things pink, but it took me, it took me to understand to do it on purpose. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's not just, oh, I walked out the house and I have on pink. I did this on purpose. You know what I mean? My pens is pink on purpose. Everything is on purpose. My, my, um, my screen, my everything, I'm everything I have is going to say sister's cafe on it. You see what I'm saying? So I think people need to understand the branding. For example, if we see Nike, it don't matter what it's on. We know it's Nike and it's only a check mark. It doesn't, and people don't, it doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be this big old thing. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, that's how we know Prince. He purple, you know, he just goes with the purple, but is it attests to branding and you have to brand yourself. You have to brand your business. You have to, because people will trust the brand. People will trust the brand. I don't care what, car dealership comes out with a new car, some people only going to trust Buick. Some people are only going to trust Ford. Not right. because the car looks better, but because that's the brand that they trust. So that is what we have to do is build a brand that they trust. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Um, tell everybody where um, they can contact you.
1: Yes, so I can be contacted um, at workwithdie.com and then also my email address is uh, info at Um I can also be found on Instagram at workwithdie. Well, that's
0: good. That's good. So if they wanted to see your um, work they can go to the website for that, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, y'all heard it here. Y'all heard it here. She on a roll this week, y'all. She is on a roll, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you. We are praying for you. I I, I'm, I, I don't know how else to say it, but I'm excited only because I, I'm not thinking about right now. I'm thinking about later. And that's why I brought you on here because I mean, I've seen plenty of people back and forth, but um, something about you makes it feel like it's going to be greater. So- I'm praying for you. Congratulations on everything. I'm happy for you. Um, Again, this will be on YouTube. as Soon as I edit it, I will get it done. But is there anything, any advice? One thing you would want to leave for um, the viewers. If anybody is in the same situation and they're stressing or worried about or even struggling with the idea of jumping out there, what would you tell them?
1: Um, I would tell them to stay true to themselves, um, follow God, um, follow their good instinct, and just really just stay true. Like, it's going to all work out in the end. It may seem like it don't make sense now, but Romans 8 and 28 tells us that all things are going to work together for our good. So if it's not making sense now, it's going to add up soon.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You stay right there, but Facebook, we will see you next time for another segment of the Sisters Cafe podcast. See you later. Grab your cup, ladies, and meet me at the table.